Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the Escape Artist Podcast at DonkeyJawProjects.com. Hosted by yours Relate, create, it's change harness The soul within the comics and movies that they market Activating people's imaginations The target work the hardest With passion and heart, it's escape artist What's up everybody? This is Marshall Couture Also known as Plex And you're listening to the Escape Artist Podcast Of DonkeyJawProjects.com dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yes, I just had some coffee. Um, <laughs> but I need more. So, um, let's see. Today is Friday. Last Friday of the month of January. Already a month down and I'm pretty much no further on any kind of goals than I was when I uh, started. <laughs> oh well. But that's alright. <clears throat> Got some other things squared away and working on squaring away more. <laughs> um, so, 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 so. Um, just wanted to mention uh, one thing. We were talking about it on uh, one of the art casters, uh, I think Monday, or tu- it was so Tuesday, I think. Um, and uh, I was able to get on, you know, one of uh, Jeff Lafferty's art casts um, because we were snowed in over here in Connecticut. <laughs> and uh, so they were talking a lot about, like, Patreon and stuff. And, um, you know, I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I have one and stuff. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's kind of weird to me. But, uh, I don't know, I was thinking more about it, though, and I'm like, well, I think I'm gonna, like, I need to go in and, like, rehash some stuff, change up a few things, um, but I really like the idea of Patreon as being a place where people can be a patron to your art, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and I think that a lot of times, and I mentioned this in the thing, a lot of times we, we treat it like a Kickstarter, and I don't, And even Kickstarter is a little weird the way people treat it because, um, you know, it's like people, you know, treat it as like a um, pre-order type of service. And again, with Kickstarter, the whole point of it is to have people help you kickstart whatever it is that you're trying to create. Um, when I first did mine, I did do a successful one. Um, this was, like, before Kickstarter even really barely became known. Like, this was a long time ago. Like, um, let's see. But, I mean, it seems like a long time ago in internet years or whatever, but it was, uh, in 2009, I think. 
because my album came out in 2010. So it was like right in the infancy. Um, I heard about the site and I just said, you know, there didn't seem like to be any risk, you know, and that's something they brought up in the podcast too, or the, um, the YouTube video too. So I was just like, but that's what I felt too. When I first heard about it, I was like, well, there's no risk. Why not try it? You know? And I only did it for a small amount. I would try to be realistic with what I could raise and it ended up being mostly family members that helped out, but I, I put mine up to 500, um, and I got 600 about, so, and it, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of friends and family members back then. My audience was much smaller. Um, I don't know if it's that much bigger now, my quote unquote audience or whatever, but I mean, it's just been a long time that I've been really working hard on the internet. I must have more people who would support, I would think and hope, but you never know. <laughs> so I haven't done a Kickstarter since though, because even that level of Kickstarter was a ton of work, you know, I just like just fulfilling the rewards and getting everything out to everybody was just, it was rough, you know, it was, that's a lot of work and I'm not one of those people who spent is used to uh sending stuff out a lot i mean there's times when i'm running like some kind of sale or campaign of some sort where i've just created something and you know i have you know a decent amount of running to the post office to do and stuff but for the most part you know it hasn't been a lot but anyways i'm not really talking about kickstarter <laughs> But we like to treat it like I, that's supposed to be like another thing where people like almost help and like it's become more of a thing where, you know, people are trying to get something or whatever. And but they are trying to support, but it seems less focused on the support and more on the getting something as a customer or whatever there. Uh, I mean, it is part support. It's like half and half, I guess, where I feel like maybe it would should be a little <laughs> excuse me, geez, <clears throat> more bent on the, um, you know, support part of it, I don't know, who knows, but that's what it's become, and it's huge, and so maybe that's what it should have been from the beginning anyways, um, because that's what seems to work, <laughs> so Patreon, um, to me is even more bent, like, it's tr somebody being a patron of the arts, and so people are setting it up, though, with, like, rewards and stuff, and that's kind of how it's structured. And it is kind of structured the way the website does it as almost like a Kickstarter, but a lot of the times people do digital goods and stuff, and there's a lot of um, people on there who um, are, like, YouTubers and stuff or podcasts and stuff. Like, so they're getting donations. So it's more of, like... It's like a more exquisite version of the donation button on your, you know, website. You know what I mean? That's what I think of it more as. I think that, like, when I, if I were to give more to people's pa uh, Patreons, um, I would not really care about what I'm getting. And for the people who I do give, I don't really care what I'm getting. Like, I don't go there to give to people so I can get something from them. I literally go there and you know, I want to support other artists, you know, so, but I don't do too much of that, because there's another issue, which I don't really, I've, I've talked about before, but, um, basically, you know, if you're an artist on there, and you're giving to people, and you're also receiving from people, 
to me that seems like a little bit dishonest um and i i don't i i try i started off like starting to give to people and then i was like this the, this actually is kind of not right you know so i stopped doing it and i just con- continued with the few that i started with and left it at like a dollar donation because i didn't want to take it away from people um but you know it's kind of silly because you know i get a certain amount you know and it's like if i'm giving to all these artists um you know it's not very honest to the people who are there to support me you know what i mean like it's like oh you know you're supporting me for my arts but really my money's going to all the people i'm supporting so what's the point you know (laughs) and like you know you're really helping me to support somebody else you know what i mean so it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to make sense i think that's kind of a gray unethical maybe area so i I don't really um support other artists in that way uh on um, patreon but i do support other artists like by buying their stuff when i can you know and most artists that i come across who i'm friends with i have bought something from them if i haven't yet i will in the future just because i i mean i'm into i'm friends with you partially because i like your stuff i mean i've bought countless things from ryan wheaton from javier hernandez i bought a print from jeff lafferty i plan on purchasing more from him you know I bought stuff from Peter Palmiotti, Kevin Crow. All you guys have bought stuff from at times, you know. Um, I even tried to buy stuff from people who don't sell stuff, <laughs> like Eddie Crosby. <laughs> he does sell stuff though, but like when I first started getting into him, like I wanted some original art was the thing, and uh, he didn't really have anything for sale for that. So we ended up kind of having. Well, he he ended up gifting me some art, so that was awesome, you know. But uh, I would buy, you know, from him, obviously, because I, I'm a huge fan of his stuff. Um, I think I, I did a trade with Nathan Seabolt, which I wanted to buy from him, but uh, we ended up making it a trade. Um, but I probably will buy from him again at some point. I mean, just, like, pretty much everybody, like, I've bought at least something from, you know, and I, so that's how I support, you know, and, um, I think it's a little bit more ethical way of doing it, not that I'm trying to be perfect or nothing, I just, you know, it just seems to me that it kind of defeats the purpose to go and support a million people's Patreon and then expect other people's support to go to them, because that's where it's going to go if you're supporting a million other people, um, so that's that rant but um you know so I want to set it up differently I kind of had mine set up more like a kickstarter and one thing that I did that was wrong too is I kind of have it focused on me 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 I'm doing this and I would like you to help me support me what I'm doing and all that stuff so I don't know I have to figure out what I'm going to do but I think I'm going to take down some of the tiers of support and I don't know, I, I need digital products to give out. I think, I mean, right now I can do the PDFs with the comics, which is what I got already. Um, but I don't really have a good 
delivery. I don't know. I got to look through it and, and fix it up. But I just wanted to mention that because if you watch the show and you enjoy my stuff, um, you know, feel free to jump over there and throw a dollar in there. But if you are on Patreon and you're an artist, you know, I mean, if you're not on Patreon and don't plan on it, you know, I think it's fine, you know, to come and support my stuff. But if you are on Patreon, I mean, don't, like, I, I would say don't support me, you know, because, I mean, support me in other ways, buy my stuff or something, you know, or send me a one-time donation or something like that, you know. That would be fine, but, um, if you want to do that. But it, to me, defeats the purpose, you know, to do it on Patreon because it's just... And, it, you know, it kind of is silly, too, because if I buy your stuff, it's still kind of that money that I'm getting going to this or whatever. But, I mean, for me, the, the so far I get, like, $15 a month. So, <clears throat> for me, that $15 is, is going towards things like there's monthly um, things I, I pay for, like um, my Audible account, that's for 15 bucks. Um, I'm going to re-sign up for um, GTS for the beats and all that and trying to... And it's not really focused on beats. It's just focusing on marketing my art and music. Um, but it's just a great community that I really want to be a part of and that's very motivating um, for me. So I'm going to uh, re-up with that. And that's $25 a month. Um, to sell my beats, there's a service that kind of does like... Like, I can put all my beats on this player, and then it ought, you buy the beats from there or whatever, and there's different tiers for leases and stuff. It makes beat selling automatic, you know, so I don't have to, like... All I have to do is enter the stuff in, and then when people buy stuff, I don't have to, like, go and deliver to them the digital product. They just get it automatically once they purchase. So that costs $10 a month, so I got to re-up on that. Um, so... That's kind of what my... Uh, also, I would like to um, subscribe to, um, like, some of the Adobe products or whatever. Um, so I can, you know, maybe have Flash or something or uh, even Photoshop. I mean, I probably should start using Photoshop instead of GIMP. You know, so that's another $10, $15, $20, depending on what level you get. $30, $40, $50. Um, so, you know, those are, like, monthly services. And... Those are things that I have a hard time affording, you know. Um, so, kind of, that's that's how my first levels of Patreon, that'll go to that kind of stuff. Um, so, and then if I get, you know, to the point where I'm making 100 or more a month, then it can start going towards some other things like equipment and whatnot. Um, you know, putting producing certain things and all that so yeah if that's something you're interested in hit up my patreon go to donkeyjobprojects.com there's a link there um i have to go back and figure out what my url for patreon is i think it's um you know i'm not really sure so i won't say it um so anyways there's that and i think it says it in the um, outro of, of this uh, podcast too so uh, but anyways just wanted to mention that because I don't mention it that much um, there's that um, and so today I actually do have a topic um, f 
for updates, I mean, I've just been feeling a little creatively unmotivated this week. Um, you know, I had that snow day, and I was supposed to get some work done, but then I did the art casters thing, and then I was just like, eh. You know, I, I just was like, let me just relax. I never just relaxed, you know. I just always am trying to do stuff. And so I ended up, after that, watching some TV, eating some food, and just chilling out. Uh, what did I watch? I know I must have watched something. Oh, uh, I didn't really watch any. I think I watched, like, American Pickers or something. But, uh, anyways. <laughs> so, um... But today, you know, that's pretty much how I've been feeling. I tried to do a couple things creatively and didn't quite work out. I was trying to make a beat and a beat-making video at the same time, and that kind of failed. Um, <laughs> so I think I just got a little too complicated on that process. Um, and then I'm looking towards the weekend, which is usually something I look forward to because it's like, oh, I get to work on my music and art and stuff, and... Um, I don't know, I guess I'm a little burnt out on working really hard on this album for Shadow Locust. It's really coming out really awesome. But, uh, you know, I've done a lot, and, you know, I'm kind of at the point where I've done most of what I need to do as far as the recording and the music part. Um, I think that I might have more stuff to do at some point, but for now, I'm kind of done with that, and now it's on to promotion. But I also am really excited to get back to drawing videos and all that stuff and getting this podcast, you know, like I get the podcast out, but barely, but I'd like to get a schedule going down where like it's set and I just, I get it out on time and I also get it out to YouTube on time and um, I want to really work on my newsletter too. Like I want to, when I throw out a podcast, put that in the newsletter, you know, that's one one newsletter and then you know the other content I want to I want to get that newsletter going like at least a few times a week um, and I know that probably sounds super aggressive um, and maybe like a lot of people with their are timid with their newsletters um, but I'm not anymore like because I've learned some things and I feel like that's the place like that is one of the biggest number one things you need it probably is the number one thing um, outside of a website but the reason you need a website is to drive people to your newsletter so and then what you do is you have relationships through the newsletter people start responding to that and that's where it really gets interesting and where you can really cultivate your followers your audience your friends, I don't know, I like to call them friends, I guess, <laughs> I, I wish I had a better word for it, because I don't want, I don't like fans, fans make sense, like, it's kind of like the logical thing, but I don't, to me, everybody's equals, you know, that, that kind of makes people seem like they're, like, I'm, I'm the artist, or the whatever, guy and you're listening and following me you know what I mean and that's just not the case to me it's a community and a networking thing and we're all on the same level even if it's like somebody you know who's a superstar artist or whatever to me they're on the same level as me you know I mean I'm not going to be all weird and be like go to them like oh yeah you know you're no better than me type of attitude or anything but 
you know, in my mind, I know that they're, you know, we're on the same level. Even though I'd probably be shaking in my boots trying to talk to somebody like, uh, I don't know, one of these big artists, like, um, I don't know, any of them. (laughs) I'm having a brain fart. (laughs) But, uh, still, when it comes down to it, we're all on the same level. We're all just trying to make this thing work. and Some of us are at, you know, different levels skill-wise and career-wise, but, you know, we're all human. <laughs> so, um, but today I do have a topic. I didn't want to uh, just go on this crazy update thing um, and complain and bitch and moan. <laughs> I don't know, because I I haven't been feeling so great this week about creativity, but, you know, I took the the time, you know, that opportunity of not feeling so great, and I really tried, yesterday was the worst, like, I just really tried to change that, you know, like, I I started listening to um, the Millionaire Mind, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, which I know that sounds like a weird kind of thing, but the guy who's, you know... T. Harvey Eckert or whatever, he's, uh, he, the way he talks is, I don't know, it's kind of, um, uplifting and motivating, you know what I mean? Um, so I kind of like his personality in that way, although he kind of comes across, like, a lot of people might not like him. Um, he almost comes across a little patronizing, but I think it's just the way he talks. Like, I don't think he means it, but he kind of talks, um, like, he almost sounds like he's reading a book to a child type of thing. But, I don't know. It doesn't bother me too much, really. And um, The point is, is he's got, he says a lot of things that, you know, it's kind of like a Tony Robbins type of vibe, you know, like, it's uplifting, it's encouraging and whatnot. So, I don't know, when you're feeling down, sometimes you need that, you know, I feel. Um, I heard somebody say once, um, you know, that it's silly that people are into that, it's like, you know, just work hard and figure it out yourself, Do you, you know, that stuff is all stuff we already all know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I already know, but it's good to be reminded, and it's good to find encouragement, you know, because it's hard, you know, it's not easy, and I feel like I need that daily, honestly, so screw that opinion, in my opinion, <laughs> so um, anyways, so my topic today is, uh, well, it has to do with complaining and things like that. Um, but basically, last night before I went to bed, I, you know, I just was laying in bed and sometimes I'll just look at Facebook or something for a minute while I'm falling asleep and I was just looking at it and uh, I saw this one person and um, this is just, I mean, I'm not complaining about this one person. It's somebody I'm really a big fan of. I really like their stuff. I try to support them and stuff. Um, and I respect them a, t- a ton. But uh, it, it's something I see everywhere, though. I see a lot of people, especially in the hip-hop community. Um, but I see it with uh, the artists, too, from time to time in different forms. But, uh, you know, people get up on their soapbox on Facebook and they'll be like, you know, 
you guys, you know, you love my music, you love my art, you go and listen to the music for free or whatever, um, you know, and you go check out my stuff, you say a lot of nice things, you tell me how much you want to get whatever it is that I'm making, and then, you know, I put the thing out and I get zero sales or just a few sales, nobody actually supports and, you know, they talk... You know, people complaining about, you know, you know, if you like this, why don't you support it or whatever. Like, they get into these crazy things and, and try to convince people. And uh, that, honestly, is one of the worst things you could do. Like, <laughs> every time I see that, I, I'm so tempted to, like, just be like, say something to the effect that if you're not getting the support you want, it's not the people who aren't supporting you's fault. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it has more to do with you, honestly. Um, not that you're not making awesome and amazing stuff, because the thing this person was complaining about is something that I supported and is something that I really love. Like, it's a really dope album and stuff. Like, it's amazing, really. Um, so, I mean, I feel... I feel for him and, and anybody else who's in this situation. I really do. Because I've been in the situation and I've put out those posts too, complaining and bitching about stuff. I think. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Because it's been a long time ago that I've learned some things about this whole situation. But there was a time when, um, you know, I definitely got very discouraged by that and you know that was kind of the moment of truth you know realizing what people do and don't support and blah 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 but you know <laughs> the thing is is it's I came to realize that it's my it's not anybody's fault but mine if nobody's buying my stuff it really isn't nobody has an obligation to buy your stuff so Anyways, that's kind of what sparked the idea, and then I was listening to this uh, Millionaire Mind thing, and um, the first principle that he says towards the Millionaire Mind is was right on par for what I was thinking about, and I, I didn't want, I almost didn't record this podcast because I didn't want to be all negative, but then I found, you know, when I was listening to that, I found kind of a positive slant to it, and um, so, I'm trying to think, um, oh, so one of the first, the first like uh, principle he says in the book um, to a millionaire mind or whatever. I don't like that term millionaire mind because I don't. My desire is not to be a millionaire. If that happens, great, whatever. It'll just give me more ability to do what I want to do. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not really interested in that. But it's it's not so much millionaire mind. It's thinking right about money. You know, thinking in a way where money works for you and not against you type of thing, um, so, but, um, so the first, this first principle or whatever is, um, you create your own destiny, basically, um, you know, if you're not making money, it's, it's nobody's fault but yourself, um, you know, the, this, like, the victim kind of mind state, it's just not conducive to, like, that, is probably what holds people back, you know, and one of the things is, 
And and I have just um, I don't know within the last four something years maybe have come around to finally understanding that whole idea of you create your own destiny, you make things happen. You know there are circumstances and stuff um, that are out of your control, but there's a lot you can control, and a lot of us don't do the things we can control. You know what I mean? Um, I think. I think it's both ways. There is kind of a, like I I do believe, you know, obviously as a Christian, I believe in God's providence um, and I believe he's in control, but, and I believe there's a plan he has and stuff like that for people, but I believe that he kind of puts us here, gives us all the tools and it's up to us to be faithful and use those things that he's given us. Um, and if we don't, it's kind of on us, you know, um, you know, a lot of people like to blame if they don't, if they believe in God and bad things have happened to them, they like to blame God, but there's the people who are doing these bad things are humans. So, you know, that kind of, but yeah, they say, oh, he's in control, but whatever. I don't want to get into a, like a theological, there is a lot to that, um, that I could go into, but I don't want to get into that. <laughs> the point is that I believe more now than I used to that we create our own destiny. Um, and I mean, I always kind of tried anyways, even though I didn't quite, my mind didn't quite line up with what that, because I just didn't understand it. It's not that I didn't believe, I just didn't understand it. Um, now I think I understand it a little better. Um, and, you know, I think that if there's anything, if there's, like I said, if there's any reason why nobody's buying your stuff, it's not anybody's fault but ours. And a lot of the thing is, is, and I've talked about this a million times, but to have success making money off of anything, whether it's art, music, or toothpaste or like you know cars or whatever it is that you are peddling (laughs) to make money in anything it takes a lot of creativity and work and stuff like that in marketing and all that stuff um you know it it takes a lot of that stuff on that on the business side of things and that's the part that us artists have a real hard time even doing anything with so this guy comes out and this happens with a lot of people you know you work really hard on a project you know you're you may be talking about it socially you might not be a lot of time a lot of us create in a vacuum and don't even talk about it and then we're like bam here's our product why is nobody buying you know and it's like what did you do before you put it out to get people interested in buying it (laughs) you know we just skip that part and that's like the most important part if we want to make actually make money from stuff you know what I mean and so what did you do like did you you know tell people about the process as you were making it um did you make it have it all ready and then take some time to do some real marketing first before you actually 
just slammed it out on people's in front of people's eyes, you know? Um, are you creating any other content that make people interested in who you are? Do you have a website people can even go to, you know, if they want to find out more about you or, or uh, what you're making? Do you even have a store? A lot of people don't even have a store, and it's so easy. You know what I mean? Um, store envy's there, you know, unless you're doing fan art and you get your wrist slap or something. But there's other places you can sell fan art, you know, and most people won't get slapped on the wrist as hard as some people have. And if you do, I mean, whatever. That's a whole other issue, fan art. But you can do it with fan art. I mean, people are making lots of money selling fan art at conventions and whatever, eBay, all kinds of different places. Um, even store envy, <laughs> but some people get caught, unfortunately, and that's the risk you take. But the point is, do you have that? And number one, do you have an email list? And are you nurturing it? You know what I mean? Like it's one thing, you know, if you actually have an email list, but do you do anything with it? That's my problem. I've had an email list forever. Um, because I keep hearing that it's a big part, it's an important part of the whole plan, and uh, so I had one, but I didn't really do much with it, you know, and that's what I'm all about now, Um, that's what I'm hoping to be all about, which I talked about earlier, but, um, you know, but are you putting out content that's making people interested in you and what you do, you know? And some of us are, but we don't have any way to capture that. We don't have the email list. So it's like you got to have a system in place and kind of a funnel. And there's even advanced stuff beyond that. But it's like a lot of people, they'll just like make their thing, put out their thing, and they wonder why nobody buys it. People don't buy stuff just because you made it, you know? that There's no, you're not giving anybody a reason or an incentive to to buy this stuff, you know, um, so, what's the answer, the answer is to start doing some of that stuff, you know, get your system in place, you can get a website up, an email list going, a store going, um, and start creating content for free, (laughs) you don't have to spend one dime on any of that if you don't want to, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, technically you don't, but if the, but then you also can spend a little money to kind of get it going a little, even a little more professionally. Um, even if it's just only buying a domain name and forwarding it over to a blog spot or something like that. Jeff Lafferty, that's what he does, you know? And he's got a site that looks just like a straight-up website, you know? He found a way to, like link pages and stuff like that so that it pretty much looks just like a website that's great that's a hundred percent like do that <laughs> you know if you if you don't want to buy some kind of hosting and get into wordpress and um if you do want to do something like that i did it with weebly i freaking love weebly the only thing i don't love about weebly is it's not wordpress and i can't use the wordpress pro- plugins that everybody always talks about 
And one day maybe I'll move to WordPress. I don't know. But I love Weebly because it's pretty cheap. Um, I think you can do it for like $6 a month or something crazy. Um, but I was kind of grandfathered in because I've been using it for like five years. So I kind of have this low price that I've, I think it's like 60 bucks a year. And I have, um, I think, up to like 15 websites I can host on there. Something like that. Maybe it's 10 or 12 or something. I don't know. But I, I got a bunch, you know, up there. Um, some are my friends, you know. I have, Some of my friends are hosted on there. And it's so easy. Like, I'm actually going to put up, I, I did some tutorials on it. And if I ever get around to it, which I will, but um, I, I have some tutorials that I put up on how to, like, create your Weebly thing. And, oh, I guess one thing I wanted to get set up was, like, the affiliate link and stuff. Because, um... You know, I don't know. It probably won't make much money or whatever, but still, I want to start learning about trying to do some affiliate stuff. But that's, like, more advanced stuff, you know. But just the basics, man. Like, get your site up. Weebly is so easy. Um, Like, to create anything is just straight up drag and drop. There's a bar on the left side, and it's got all the options of what you can do. And then you got your page on the right. You just drag and drop add your pictures, add your content, your, your text, it's so easy, I mean, it's just ridiculous, um, but that's not even the easiest way, but basically, for very cheap or free, you can get all of the essentials up, and it's crazy, like, I have so many artist friends, and so many music friends, and, like, and I hear them complaining, and, you know, why, why aren't they getting further, you know, and I'm complaining too, you know, and I, I need to try not to, you know, and I need to start putting some more of these things in place to really get it going, but, but, you know, I have all these friends, and they don't even have a website, or a store, or, like, an email, some of them have one, but not the other ones, um, or they don't even have a product, like, (laughs) I don't know, like, get something going, you know, but don't complain about it, you know, I mean, and it's different if you're, like, an illustrator, that's different, and if you're trying to make, I mean, it's sort of different, but an email list is a big part, too, if you want to be an illustrator, that's something that can be really helpful, wow, there is some crazy accident situation going on, Hmm. oh, maybe they're just clearing out snow, I don't know. Anyways, so, yeah, I hope everybody's okay, but <laughs> they got, like, I think they're fixing power lines, I don't know, but anyways, um, so, um, so yeah, so one of the things they were saying in this, you know, you kind of create your own destiny, um, is, you know, people basically the whole point of what I wanted to say is that let's take responsibility for our successes and for our failures you know there's nobody it's up to nobody but you you know nobody can change the things you do but you you know what I mean like and own it if you have put something out and nobody bought it own that you know own the failures you know Everything that you haven't done right, 
own it. Because the thing is, is if you're not even doing that, then you can't learn from it. Like, you know, there's all these sayings and stuff people talk about, like, failures are, like, the rungs, like, the ladder steps to success or whatever, and all that. But if you don't learn from those failures, then... uh, I'm not sure which thing to be in here. If you don't learn from those failures, um, then it's not part of your way to success, you know? (laughs) Every time Thomas Edison made the light bulb wrong, he learned from them, and eventually he created something that revolutionized the whole world, you know? (laughs) So, you know, but he learned from every every failure, you know, and he kept learning, kept learning until he got it right, and, um, so, if we're not even being honest that those failures are our fault, how can we even learn from them, you know, because what happens is we, we either blame somebody else, you know, you know, we blame the fact that nobody's buying art, we blame the fact that You know, the industry structure in comics doesn't support artists or music. You know, they don't support artists. Um, We blame the fact that there's too many distractions. or So we either blame, we justify, or complain, or we do all of them, really. They're really all just different shades of the same thing. Um, We justify a lot of things by pretty much saying, you know if this, this, and this, then this would be happening, or, you know, oh, well, I I am going to do, you know, better, but I just haven't had time, um, this and this happened, so, but I'm going to get to it, you know, I say that kind of stuff a lot, I'm probably more on the justify side than anything, you know, you, you start to create reasons for why you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or want to be doing or you're playing, you're reaching your goals and stuff like that. Um, and then we just complain about it, you know. That's kind of one of the worst because it's like, then you're really just not doing anything. You're just complaining, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, we all do it, you know. Um, I'm definitely, you know have spent many times blaming, justifying, and complaining. Um, But, you know, I need to learn to always remember, and I do kind of have this in the back of my mind, but I need to, like, when those opportunities come up to blame, justify, or complain, um, to just be like, it's my fault. You know, I I have, it's my fault if if I'm failing at things. And, and then let that just be there, and then, okay, so why, why didn't it work, you know, what is the thing that made it not work, and does that mean that it's, it can't work, that's the thing, is we let these things stop us, you know what I mean, um, and it's like we try something, maybe we give it a good go, and spend a lot of time trying to make it work, and it doesn't work, but eventually we might quit, and it's like, well, does that mean it doesn't work? No. Look, there, there's other people doing it that it is working for, you know? There's always an example of somebody who's doing it and it's working for, on different levels. So, um, 
you know, that's when you start doing some modeling and stuff and you look at what other people are doing. Um, and you don't copy exactly what they're doing, but you can kind of see, okay, what are they doing that might work for me as well in the way I do my thing, you know? And sometimes it's as simple as being like, well, that person really nurtures their, nurtures their email list or whatever, or, um, you know, a lot of things is, a lot of the ways you can do better is try to look at the things that, um, everybody else isn't doing. Like, literally, like I was saying, like, if I look at all my friends, you know, doing art, music, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, point fingers at any of you, like, I'm not doing so well either still, you know, (laughs) and I'm still not practicing some of the things that I'm preaching, you know, because I'm gonna just sit here and justify it, you know, so, (laughs) but, uh, basically, you know, I just haven't done it, is really the point, so I need to do it, (laughs) but, so I'm not pointing any fingers at you guys, because you, you know, you guys are totally awesome, you've supported me, and, and I don't, I don't blame anybody, I understand it, you know, (laughs) because I'm doing the same crap, but, you know, I look at all my friends, and, you know, they don't have a website, they don't have the email list, they don't have, you know, a lot of things, they have, a lot of us have been getting on YouTube, which I totally applaud, because that's something I have been trying to champion, and myself, and for other people for a long time, for a while, for a few years, and uh, I'm just so happy that a lot of us artists are really getting on YouTube, even some you know, people who I didn't expect to because they don't do too much of some of these things have gotten on there and I'm I'm like always trying to be encouraging to them because it's exciting to see and I want to see more YouTube videos, but also it's just a great way to get the word out about your stuff. You know, that's one of the best ways, man. Like, and if you're not 100% into video, fine blog or something, do something, there's other ways, um, but I feel like YouTube is just one of the very strong ways to do it, because people can hear you, see you, they get to know you, you know, podcasts are really good too, um, in that regard, audio and visual is really good, I'm not really a big fan of the written word when it comes to getting your stuff out, but that's just me plenty of people have made a living off of just straight up blogs, you know, but even then, you know, definitely get some good pictures going, you know, pictures are very important, um, visuals, um, so, uh, you know, I do, I applaud people, one thing with us artists is we have been trying to put out content, Um, but honestly, we need to put out a lot more, like, whenever any of us starts doing, like, this, like, daily content, like, we did, a lot of people did the 100 Days of Comics and stuff, like, that was really good, but then a lot of people just kind of either stopped or they said, okay, I'm just going to do one a week now, like, and honestly, you need to keep putting out semi, at least semi-daily content, like, a few times a week at least, you know, Um, you need to be in people's minds constantly, and, you know, that content creation 
is actually a bigger part of whether you're going to be a success or not. And there's different um, avenues to go. You can go another avenue than content creation, but a lot of that isn't available to us, and that's creating ads like Facebook ads and stuff like that. But uh, I wouldn't recommend you just do Facebook ads without um, doing some heavy-duty research because um, you can sink a lot of money into it and kind of be screwed and not really get anything worthwhile. But there are people making a living off of putting out a lot of Facebook ads. You know, that's kind of what they just do and they sell their music and art through Facebook ads or through getting people from the Facebook ads to sign up for their email and then the, the or whatever or go to their site, listen to stuff, they start to get to know this person and eventually they they'll buy stuff, you know. But the Facebook ads are a way that kind of starts it off, you know. And there's some other aspects where you can create, um, like, sales funnels and stuff where people will buy stuff. And you can convert more, you know, people to buyers and stuff. And that's, like, more on the advanced level, you know. But let's get the basics going, you know. (laughs) Website, email list. And then start sending out as much content as you possibly can um, to the world, you know, and just being friendly and and having fun with people is really the thing. Informative, entertaining, you know, anything you can do to be that, you know, and all of us have, I feel like all of us pretty much have the ability to do that in some way, shape, or form. Put out videos of yourself drawing, you know, talk over it even if it's a speed drawing, talk over it, um, you know, and do, like, some commentary, there's, I mean, that's just one of the basic things you can do, and it's a really good thing, just even talk to people, you know, put the camera on you for a little bit, and just talk about what you've been going through with your art and stuff, or what, what you've been struggling with, trying to balance the day job, and kids, and art, or whatever, you know, all that stuff is stuff that people eat up. They like to see that. They, you know, not everybody, but the people who don't, they won't subscribe to you or they'll unsubscribe from you. That's all right. You only want the people who are into what you're into and, like, want to be part of what you're doing, you know? If they don't, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. They'll go and become part of something else that they're into more. That's no big deal. That's the whole point. You're getting people who... You know, you're trying to cultivate people who are into what you're into and have that community and networking going on that will start to support making money. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about, a lot of us have mentioned this whole, you know, a thousand true fans. If you can only get a thousand true fans and make a hundred dollars from each one of them a year through different products and stuff, um, you know, we'd be able to make a good living, you know. But we're not doing anything that makes that happen, you know. Just putting out content but not having a website and an email list isn't going to do it. You need to, I mean, that email list straight up is like, I know I'm harping on it and I'm going to continue harping on it, but, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that's the only way. There's other ways to do things. People have done it in other ways. But to me, that's the way, the most logical way that makes sense, and that's the way, honestly, if you were to go in and study 
what marketers online are doing in all different areas and all, all different um, types of businesses. Um, if they're based specifically online, they're doing it through an email list. You know, it's pretty much the way everybody is doing it. And it's not like something that like, oh, because everybody's doing it, it's not going to work for me. Because it's not like that kind of a thing. It's not like, okay, now we're all drawing, you know, the same style. We're all drawing um, in a 50s Art Deco style or whatever, you know. So that's what's hot. So we're all going to do that. Um, and now everybody's sick of it, so nobody's making money from it type of thing. It's not that. Um, email list is just a function of business. It's not something, like, trendy. You know what I mean? So that's just one thing. But the whole point of this podcast, and, I, you know, I'm kind of beating it to death, so I'm going to end it here in a minute. But the whole point of this episode is, you know, take responsibility for your failures And you know what? Take responsibility for your successes as well. Start to be a little more confident and like, like when, when you do have a success, do something to like commemorate that. Like maybe you reward yourself with, oh, because I had the success, you know, I made so and so much money. All right. So I'm going to put all that to bills or whatever I have to do. But you know, I'm going to save this like $10, $50, whatever it is like that. If it's a lot, you know, maybe $50 is good, you know, and I'm going to go buy this thing that I've been wanting to get, you know, and, and just like, or like order a pizza and celebrate with your wife or something like that. You know what I mean? Like whatever, do something, even if it's small, just to like commemorate that success and, um, you know, maybe have like a living like resume thing or something that you write all of your like successes so that when you start to feel down or whatever you can go look at that and say well I have made progress look at I used to be here you know and now I actually do have you know 15 people following me who actually are really into my stuff or I have you know I like last time I tried to sell an album I sold like three copies this time I'm actually selling like 15 copies great, you know, maybe next time you can sell 35, you know, or something, you know, and eventually you can get to the point where you're selling like hundreds and thousands of copies, you know, but commemorate those successes, take responsibility for those successes, those things can be a really big tool to encourage you to continue, and then it also helps you to formulate realistic goals, you know what I mean, so you can be like, okay, you know, I sold 15 things, next time you know, my goal is to sell 50, you know, and if I make it to 45, I just did a lot better than I did last time still, you know, so shooting for that 50 helped me get to the 45 at least, next time I'm going for 100, we'll see, maybe I'll get 110, you know, maybe I'll get 98, who knows, (laughs) so, you know, take responsibility for your successes, and also learn from that, because when you see what you did do that did work, you can repeat that, you know, and you want to repeat the things that work. And if we're not paying attention and we're not being honest with what's not working and what is working, then how are we supposed to progress? You know what I mean? So that's it. Hopefully that was encouraging. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, It's just, 
what's been on my mind and I didn't want to complain and I found kind of a positive way to kind of get into it. So take, take responsibility for your failures and successes and let's learn and let's build, you know, guys. Um, and I just want to say, you know, thank you again for listening. You guys are awesome. And, um, I'm going to be getting into some interviews soon and that's about it. If you want to check my stuff out, drjawprojects.com. Um, maybe throw some money to my Patreon or buy something. That'd be cool. Um, but just, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You guys are super awesome. And I will talk to you on the next Escape Artist Background podcast. music provided by Later. Mr. Poole. You can find show notes at donkeyjawprojects.com where you can also sign up for the newsletter. If you'd like to support, go to patreon.com slash plex or go to iTunes and leave a review. And thank you so much for listening. Now get your butt out there and make some awesome stuff. It's Escape Artist. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.